Stranger Things Season 3 and I'm gonna do something interesting here. Um, I'm gonna do something that I have actually never done before which is I'm actually going to review every single episode of Season 3. So yay for all of you Stranger Things you know, fans. Um, so we're gonna of course start with um, Season 3 Episode 1. Um, it's interesting because all in all, I actually liked, I actually liked the episode. I'm just in episode three right now. I'm still, you know, watching it. So actually for everyone uh, watching to this, listening, careful for spoilers. And even I need to careful for spoilers because I'm just in episode three. So, um, the see this season begins with... Something that I'm actually not really interested with, you know, there was machines and there was Russian agents and there was uh, things that's happening. I don't know, maybe it's just my expectations is maybe I wanted an intro or an episode one for this series wherein the kids are actually riding a bike or something like that, but... You know, that's the only part that I didn't like, but everything else, I actually really love. And something that I realized why I, I actually love Stranger Things, especially now, uh, Game of Thrones is already over. I think this is my favorite TV show uh, right now. I realize it's great be- because for me, if you remove the main storyline, the... The upside down, the the monsters, the demogorgon, the superpowers. If you remove all of that, Stranger Things is still interesting, which means that the characters are interesting. So just you know, remove the the strange things from Stranger Things, and just have these characters talk, and um, you know, we'll see what how it's like in the eighties. We'll see how it's like. To grow up from being a kid to a teenager, it's it's like they're these characters that they have developed. The Duffer Brothers have developed. They are fun by themselves. Like you can watch them interact with each other, and it's a it's a fun it's a fun ride. And that's uh, one thing that you know I realized that why I love Stranger Things is because. You, of course, watch it for the main storyline, you know, the monsters, and then the characters themselves are interesting, which means if you have a scene where we're in, let's just say, two kids are talking, it's still as much fun as as any other scenes, as any of the scary scenes or the, you know, fight, fight scenes. Now, another thing that I liked here in uh, Season 3, we're just in Episode 1, now we're uh, going into a mature, more mature storyline. And what I mean by that is, they are now, they are no longer kids. They are now teenagers, there's already, there's kissing, and there's boyfriends and girlfriends, and there's relationships, and there's, of course, consequences to that. We're in, now it's, how do your friends deal with you being in the relationships? How do the parents deal with with children who are now teenagers and now they're they're in a relationships and then we even have scenes where the parents talk to each other and you know how do I deal with my child with their relationship? I'm actually talking about 
um, Hopper and the and we know the we know the writer's character. So you know, and um, as for the for the teenagers who are now maybe young adults in this in in the story, since this is released in Fourth of July, I think it's also summer in the story, which means they now have um, sort of jobs, summer jobs, right? So everyone has a job. Everyone has a fun job. And I, what I mean by that is the job is not fun for them, but it's fun for us to watch. So, for example, Nancy and uh, Jonathan work in a newspaper. So they're obviously setting up these two as like the investigative uh, reporters for the storyline, right? Like they're, it's literally Nancy Drew. Um, Steve works in an ice cream shop. So Steve is the cool guy. He's the ex of uh, Nancy. So, of course, he used to be a cool guy. Now he's working in an ice cream shop. He's actually struggling to get a girlfriend. So, he's now kind of dorky, which is interesting. And then, of course, he's friends with the, with the biggest, like, the coolest guy. Is now friends with, like, the biggest nerd, right? He's friends with, uh, what's that guy's name? Dustin. You know, the, the kid with no teeth. So he's friends with that guy. So, it's cool that that's a cool dynamic you know like the coolest guy friends with the biggest like nerd and then um billy is you know billy the the brother of mad max she is he is still flirting with the mom of nancy <laughs> for some reasons and uh, now he's actually a lifeguard so you know he's also flirting with other moms and uh Again, I'm, I'm going to try my best not to spoil anything, but it seems that this season, this season will be super, it will be a uh, big season season for Billy, right? Like, Billy will be a, really a big major character for, for season three. And uh, what else? Immediately, you know, you it Stranger Things is always referencing things from the eighties, um, particularly movies and TV shows. So uh, immediately, of course, there's the Russian scientist. So it's the Cold War, Cold War movies. You know, there's a little bit of the Americans that you can feel. Uh, there's an, of course, Nancy is Nancy Drew. She's investigating. Billy is always like uh, she's flirting with with the with the moms and the older ladies. So it kind of reminds you of those um, sort of um, erotic thrillers that you have in the eighties, <laughs> right? And and in the um, what else? There's also a very interesting what I would only call as something similar to a drug exploitation scene. So you know, there's a lot of great things that's happening and. There's a lot of frats in the episode one. And from what it seems, I think there's going to be a lot of frats in the entire in the entire uh, season. So, uh, there's actually the, the best scene in season three, episode one. The most interesting scene involves rats. And again, I'm not going to spoil it for everyone, but it's it's a really good scene. So... All in all, um, Season 3, Episode 1 of Stranger Things, it's really good. Um, Rotten Tomatoes doesn't have a, 
well, they have a score for the entire series, including Metacritic. They also have a score for the entire se- series, but not for each episode, right? You know who has one? IMDb. So IMDb rated Season 3, Episode 1 of Stranger Things 8.1. And I'm rating it at uh, 95%. Yeah, I'm going high. I actually, again, I love the show. I enjoy it. Um, Hello everyone, what's up? Welcome to my review of Stranger Things Season 3, Episode 2. And I actually also reviewed um, Episode 1 already. So, you know, be sure to check that out also. But uh, first of all, careful for spoilers, everyone. Uh, You know, be responsible for your own spoilers, you know, just... Just, if you haven't seen it, one of my joys in life is watching a show or a movie and then watching the review. So, you know, go see it first before you get into some spoilers. So, anyway, Season 3, Episode 2 of Stranger Things confirms that Billy is, in fact, a, Billy is a very important character in Season 3. I think he's like the Will. Just like Will in Season 1, he's like the... He's the victim here of the monster. So, my only problem with uh, Billy, so for those of you who don't know Billy, he is the brother of Mad Max, the skater girl. Billy is presented as a guy who, first of all, has a, has a bad relationship with her sister. Um, very controlling, very, you know, kind of verbally abusive. He is flirting with a married woman. He is handsome, sort of douchey. His hair is very douchey. And um, he has a very, you know, he has a great body, works out a lot. He's basically presented like a douchebag. And the thing is, there's not a lot of redeeming qualities with him. And it's so hard to to relate with him and and be emotionally invested with him. Even if he is like the big the victim for season three, there's a very popular screenwriting book titled "Save the Cat." It's a it's a great screenwriting book, even if the title is kind of funny. So "Save the Cat," what that what the title means is, if you have a character on film, TV, or even in books, and you sort of don't like that character, it means the writer didn't have a lot some save the cat scenes. Uh, I mean, so it's literally maybe, maybe you don't like this character because you know you don't know him that much yet. So the writer should have added a scene wherein that character saved the cat. <laughs> maybe a cat's trying to cross the road, almost died. Character saved the cat. Okay, so or there's a cat trapped on a tree. So again, the character, you know, saved the cat. So uh, there's not a lot of save the cat scenes yet for Billy, and so. And also her, his acting is kind of, his acting is okay, but it's still kind of unstable. You know, he has some good moments. I'm already, as of recording, I'm already at episode 5. He has some good moments and then also some not so great moments. When So his acting for me is just in the passing grade rate, right? So 75%, you know, whatever the passing, my fa- the passing grade in the school that I come from is 75. So that's my great for the acting of Billy. He's not yet a fantastic actor 
in the same way that maybe Winona Ryder or or Will in season one or eleven, the way they portray being victims of 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 the monster and that's the government. And uh, another thing that happened in episode two is you have your first breakup scene, and I'm of course not gonna say who had their breakup. So you know, if you like breakup scenes, you know you must be looking forward to that. And again. The scene involving the rat in this episode is again the best uh, scene in the uh, in the entire uh, episode. So, again, you know another another great rat scene. They referenced a classic horror movie from the eighties and I think from the sixties. So, you know, looking forward to that. And I'm actually really enjoying the partnership of Jonathan and Nancy. As investigators, they they work now in a it's a summer job, but they work in a newspaper, and so the mysteries around the season, they are doing some investigative journalism, which is always fun. And I think what what really helps them is they are very serious actors. You know, they they don't seem like kids who are screwing around. They are serious, and um in in what they're doing so so you know that's good they're not comedic and if you want some comedic relief another storyline that we have is um, we have this uh, storyline with Nancy so I already men- mentioned Jonathan Nancy we have a second storyline going on here with uh, with Dustin the ex of Nancy and then uh, Daisy who is a new character Steve Oh, wait, no. Steve, the ex of Nancy, erase everything I just said a few seconds ago. So we have Steve, the ex of Nancy, Daisy, who is a new character, Dustin, the kid with no teeth, and then Erica, the brother of, the sister of Lucas, the the <laughs> annoying sister of Lucas. So they're, they're working, they're in this ice cream shop because uh, <laughs> Steve and... Uh, Daisy works in the ice cream shop, and they're all, they are also doing some investigative work, but it's more of a it's more of a comedic relief. So there's also a lot of uh, fun in that, and uh, of course Jonathan, I I mean uh, Hopper and Joyce. Um, so that's uh, Winona Ryder and uh, the surrogate dad of Eleven. They are also doing some investigation, but but of course it's. Hopper is just doing his job. He's, he's a police. And then, of course, we have the the main storyline, the monster storyline, where you have Eleven. You know, it's basically the rest of the kids. You have Eleven, you have Will, you have Lucas, you have Mike, and then Max. And then you have, uh, of course, Billy. So, uh, so that's... All in all, that's for... You can you know look at it in separate ways. So that's like four storylines you can you can sort of um, check out. So you have Jonathan and Nancy, investigative reporters. You have Hopper and uh, Joyce. So that's um, the police chief and uh, and uh, Winona Ryder. They are also doing their investigation. Um, you have the comic relief story. Between Dustin and Daisy and Steve and Erica. So that's of course led by Dustin, the kid with no teeth, and Steve who is the ex of Nancy. 
and then the monster storyline which is of course 11 and uh and will and then lucas and then mike and max and billy so and i like that season three episode two ended actually with a great cliffhanger so a lot of great things you know a lot of great things happened happened in the in the in the in the second episode and i think it's what they did in um what they did basically in in episode in season one they have eight episodes season two they have nine episodes season three they are back back to eight so uh i think the storyline is much more tight things wrap up and move quickly and i i actually really like that so for the jace ratings of season three episode two I would rate it at an. I would rate it at eighty-eight percent, and uh, Metacritic and Rotten Tomatoes doesn't have a specific rating per episode, but IMDb does, and their score is eight point two. So they are eight point two. I am eighty-eight percent because I love the show, and so you know that's it. Hello everyone, what's up? Today we are reviewing once again Stranger Things Season 3, Episode 3 and as you may already know, I am reviewing all the episodes of the Season 3 of Stranger Things. So it's gonna be awesome. This is Episode 3 and um, I like this episode. You know, for example, uh, Max and Eleven started the episode and they're actually spying with their... So Max... And Eleven are spying on the boys, right? And, of course, the way they do that is uh, Eleven uses her powers. And uh, I like that the dynamic that now Eleven and uh, and Max are gal pals. They're, 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 they're now best friends. Because uh, the Max character, she's, of course, very worldly. She's from California. She's sort of showing Eleven, you know, how it is to be a modern woman. She takes her for shopping. And now they're spying on boys. And it's sort of like that meta thing where in the shows, you know, Marvel Marvel does this very well. Wherein they are parodying their own show. And now it's like Eleven uses her powers to save the world, fight monsters, you know. But then she can also use it to... <laughs> to spy on boys and it's a very teenage thing like if you have a teenager who has who has a, a psychic abilities of course he's a good, he or she will spy on his crush or his boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever so uh, i like that it's that's very um very relatable and uh to show that of course her power is still useful they actually use it to track uh billy and uh heather and at first they struggled, but basically they, they, uh, they found them. They found Billy and Heather. Billy is, of course, the brother of Max, and Heather is the other uh, pretty girl who is actually a lifeguard also in that in the swimming pool where Billy works. And um, continuing another storyline is Nancy. She is still pursuing the the mysteries with the rats. But what happens is her colleagues are uh, mostly men in their uh in their uh middle ages they they just laughed at her and like they sort of laughed at the at the 
at the intern. And once again, that for me, that's, again, very relatable. It still happens today that if you're, uh, if you're an intern, if you're in a summer job, if you're a younger em- employee, the, the older men, the bosses from, from the companies, they sort of don't, uh, they don't respect you that much. And I actually experienced that, you know, when I was younger, when I was in my early 20s, they, they sort of laugh at me, like they make jokes on you, they don't take you seriously, even if you say something smart. And so uh, this is something that a lot of young people, especially now, it's, uh, I know it's summer in America, um, here in, uh, in the Philippines, it was recently summer. Of course, there's a lot of uh, college graduates who are taking summer jobs and taking their first jobs. And so my advice to everyone is just, you know, try to develop your own wisdom. Don't just rely on the knowledge given to you by your older colleagues and your bosses. Because to be honest, um, after working in the corporate world for <laughs> For 10 years most people don't really know what they're doing even even the bosses so develop your own skills develop your own knowledge develop your own wisdom that is my that is my message to the younger <laughs> to the younger generation and you know this what's happening to nancy she is being laughed at even if she is right and she doesn't know yet that she's right that's very relatable to everyone and uh Here's where where the fun starts with Dustin, Dustin the kid with no teeth, and uh, Steve the ex of Nancy, and uh, Robin. Robin is her her uh, colleague in the ice cream shop, who is um, I believe the actress is the daughter of Ethan Hawke. I'm not. I I have to confirm that, or you guys can Google that. Um, so they are now investigating that there might be communists and Russians in in in, in Hawkins, and uh, I really like their storyline. They're like the comic relief in the entire season, but they are not they are not irritating, like because what they are doing is really very important in the in the overall. I would say conclusion of the season. So um, and then Hopper, Hopper is very angry with Joyce, with uh, Winona Ryder because she actually flaked on their date. But then Hopper finds out that she's investigating about the magnets and why the why the magnets on the fridge don't work. And then of course um, Hopper and Joyce went to the abandoned Hawkins lab, and Hopper was attacked by a person who has. Well, he doesn't look like, but he has a similar built and look as Arnold Schwarzenegger in the in the 80s, you know, Schwarzenegger Terminator movies. And uh, as you know, Stranger Things is always finding references from 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 anything from the 80s. So that scene when Hopper was attacked, that was a Schwarzenegger scene. Um, I'm going to say it now. The main monster here in, in season three is, I would say, a cross between the blob and the thing from the 80s and from the blob is a 1958 movie you know both excellent horror movies go check it out um what else oh uh and uh this again has a very interesting ending wherein 
Max and Elle find Billy and Heather finally. Billy and Heather are basically they're just eating with the with the parents of Heather and everything's fine. So of course Max and Eleven left. But uh, then oh by the way, the the mother of Heather the father of Heather is actually Tom, who is the owner of the newspaper company that Nancy works at. So and then when so when Max and Eleven left the the four people having dinner. Uh, spoiler alert. <laughs> um, Billy and Heather just attacked their parents and then you know brought them to the to the monster. So I think I think that's a very interesting ending. For me, the entire episode is very <laughs> relatable. You know, it's it's not the strongest episode. It's an episode wherein um, they like to call this as sort of building episodes, sort of sort of set up episodes wherein this is it's like literally this is episode three. This is chapter three. So this is you know chapter threes of a novel is where you plant seeds of mystery and then you of course pay off the mystery towards the end towards your big ending right and uh i would say i actually already finished the the entire season three and i would say if you're a fan of stranger things or even if you're not a fan go check it out it's truly excellent but for this uh episode uh, for stranger things season three episode three i would say it's a very relatable episode. It's the most relatable episode for me of the entire um, of the entire season. We're in Max and Eleven use Eleven uses her powers to spy on boys. Nancy is being bullied by her older um, colleagues, and uh, and uh, Hopper gets flaked by her date, Winona Ryder, and. Uh, you know, it's a very relatable episode. Not the strongest episode. It's a setup episode. So I actually rated it at 86%. Jace ratings, 86%. And this is actually the first time that it happened to me. IMDB rated this specific episode at also 8.6. That is the first time that happened to me that my ratings is exactly the same as as IMDB or Metacritic or the other. So, you know. And so this is Stranger Things Season 3, Episode 4. The first thing that happened is Jonathan and Nancy got fired. And um, I like that because, again, it's a very a very relatable thing that happened. I mean, we all, we all, we've all got fired <laughs> one way or another. Um, and the reason th they got fired is the old woman that they're investigating with the rats because the rats are get, getting crazy in the, this woman's house she starts getting crazy as well mrs driscoll and so nancy and jonathan went to that house the police came she's getting crazy and uh she starts eating like chemicals like soap and all the weird things so uh what happened is they found out later through their boss, the owner of the newspaper company, that Mrs. Driscoll is actually has a mental a mental problem. So what the heck is that? Well there's a thing that came out. 
I hope you guys didn't see that. There's a text notification that came out. Anyway, Mrs. Driscoll has a mental problem. And so that proves the point that, you know, Nancy and Jonathan, they're just chasing. It's a witch hunt. They're chasing um, a story that doesn't work. So therefore, the boss fired them. Again, very relatable and I like that. And then the next thing that happened is, okay, if you notice I'm looking at here because there's, I have a note behind my phone of the things that happened. Okay, so 11 Max, Mike, Will, Lucas uh, got together because Will starts sensing the mind flayer around, right? Like, Will has this thing at the back of his neck, at his nape, that if the mind flayer of the monster is near, he can sense it. So he used that. And uh, what one thing that I like about Stranger Things is they the complicated thing that's happening in this world they explain it to us the audience like children right so uh what happened is the mind flick when 11 closed the portal to the upside down in season two the mind flayer the monster still was left here in our world you guys understand so that's their explanation and so the mind flayers here the monster actually transformed or got inside billy's body and uh so, so that's why billy is going around and you know get getting crazy killing people kidnapping people um and then they actually got they actually trapped billy in a sauna um in the swimming swimming pool area right so uh this actually led to the most uh the best scene in the episode the most climactic scene wherein it's 11 using her powers and then billy billy is now you know has super strength so it's that fight scene and then they cut that scene to the to the to the other scene where nancy is in the hospital witnessing the physical change that's actually happening to Mrs. Driscoll. So there's a fight scene cut to a scene where Mrs. Driscoll is uh, is sort of shape-shifting, body, body shifting. So that, all in all, it's such a great scene. So I really like that scene. And then this is uh, one of the crazy things that happened is uh, Hopper and uh, Joyce, Winona Ryder, they went to the mayor and then they just beat up the mayor. I mean... <laughs> It's a little bit over the top, but I really love it. By the way, I, I hope you guys are enjoying my <laughs> super, uh, super incredibly purple shirt. Um, so the <laughs> Hopper enjoys beat up the mayor. It's over the top for me because it's like, oh, you can just go to the mayor's office and beat him up. But it's implied here that like, um, I think Hopper and the mayor are, they know something about each other. Like they know about each other that um, they can get each other fired if they want to, but again, Hopper beat up the mayor, and uh, because the Swar the Schwarzenegger like character that that beat up Hopper in the past episode, he actually remembers seeing that guy in the mayor's office. So they beat him up, tried to get information from him, and then another scene that happened here is the very fun comedic scene where in. Um, Dustin, the kid with no th teeth, Steve, the ex of Nancy, and Robin, who is Ethan Hawke's daughter in real life. Robin 
who works at the ice cream shop, they actually enlist Erica, the irritating sister of Lucas, and they break into the storeroom of the mall. And that's when they found out that the mall is actually, well, under the mall is a Russian base, like a, like a James Bond level villain Russian base. And <clears throat> they got into this elevator. It brought them hundreds of feet down and now this kids they're inside the Russian base and it's all fun it's kind of like uh, of course Stranger Things is always referencing uh, movies from the 80s and uh, it's kind of like James Bond and uh, there's they have a lot of scenes where and they're crawling in uh, in like uh, I forgot what it's called like they're crawling in 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 the in the air in the air shaft or something like that so it's like it's like die hard so that's what they're doing and then the final scene of the entire episode is uh, you see the mind player with dozens of other citizens and they are also possessed which means like the mind player is now building an army so all in all I actually really like this episode Jay's ratings is 87% and um, IMDB is uh, 91% and uh, so I hope you guys enjoy this because now I'm gonna do it like this like I'm gonna um, uh, <laughs> I'm just gonna video myself because again I had those freaking copyright strikes and um, I hate it but I you know I, I, I just want to do this I love doing this reviewing movies and TV shows so uh, please follow me on my various social media Facebook Instagram YouTube you can find um, information on how to follow me on the descriptions below oh by the way that's my that's my keyboard right there because i just placed my phone uh on my laptop so uh that's it i hope you guys enjoy this stranger things season three episode four looking forward to do episode five see you again boom